0: Evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back once again. Uh, myself, Tony, Captain of Team England, joined by uh, Chris. Evening, Chris. Howdy. Hello, hello. Sound you sexy doing? on the new microphone. You haven't picked oh, it yeah. up since
1: last time. I've got that now. That's nice little early birthday present, you know. Uh,
0: and special guest this evening, we've brought in a celebrity to join us, seeing as Adam cannot be with us. Some recent house moving shenanigans. Uh, Will, good evening good evening thanks for having me on no worries so well uh would you like to tell the world a little bit about yourself this is not on our running order of things i'm just going to throw you under the bus here and go (laughs) start talking
2: wasn't prepped at all okay yeah i can talk about me um i play warhammer Forty Thousand, and i play generally chaos factions um yeah and this year i'm applying for team england along with a lot of other people so we'll see how that goes and yeah I'm a regular at tournament events I'm sure a lot of people have met me and said hi and if not then come say hi at the next one
0: what a what a wonderful push for his place in team england there
2: come and say hello
0: I'm part of the woodwork can't get rid of me now well you'll find that as we're doing more episodes of uh, Into the Lions Dev, we'll be inviting some people who are applying for the team going to events with the team to come on and talk to us um, about what they've been playing what they've been doing how events have gone and that's what we're going to do this evening and we've got a lot to get through tonight so we're going to talk about the uh, Cardiff um, team event which we well went to we're going to go back to the Battle of Britain team event that myself and Chris went to uh, previously just at the end of October not November um, and then we're going to have a look at the Coventry Uh Super Major that happened recently and then probably have a little chat about why Sisters of Battle are ruining everybody's day, especially Death Guard Day, Chris.
1: Oh, it's just stupid. Just don't (laughs) don't get me started.
0: Well, let's go right back to the beginning and let's go back to the Battle of Britain team, shall we? Um, so we um took three teams to the Battle of Britain event last month, which was the kind of Team Wales WTC fundraiser event. Ten teams, six-man teams. Uh, WTC terrain, WTC missions, new Marine Codex just out, uh, and we went, and we were hoping for an England 1-2-3, and we got an England
1: 1-2-7, <laughs> was one,
0: it? 1-2-7, I think it was, was actually 1-2-6, six. Six? I think Did we two... 6 we wow. scraped 6, and we're very happy with that, thank you very much, because <laughs> it meant that all of the Welsh teams were below us, Yes. <laughs> Bad times. Uh oh So dear. why don't you tell us about your event first, Chris, and how your team went on?
1: Yeah, so my team, we did well. Um, I think going into it, you know, after the whole Manny debacle with him joining Robbo's team last minute. Um, Super sub. Going, yeah, I think we were, we we're aiming for second. We got second. Great. You know, there was no, no major shocks um, for us. I think we went in. We won the games we should have won. Um, we lost the game we should have lost. Although... In that in that round, we had the best pairings you've ever seen via Mr. Tony Chu himself. It's, uh...
0: <laughs> That's because they <laughs> called me over, Will, and they went, "We want to do mystery pairings because it'd be more fun." And I somehow paired it perfectly for Chris's team. Couldn't see what any of the lists were. I just gave him the best possible. I gave just... him that like golden thread that if they followed it, they could win. And somehow we didn't they... follow it. You we didn't, didn't follow, follow it. it. No, no.
1: no. <laughs> I mean, it was one of those. It was like. Okay, uh Manny did many things. Uh a couple of games went really skewiff on the dice. I think the biggest the biggest swing was uh Nathan and Robbo's game, I think. Uh Chaos Knights into the uh the Dreadnought Marine. Chaos
0: Knights attacking defender's ca- uh, Space Marines in a reasonable mission and it ended up being a 20-0 to the Space Marines. With mm, a tabling was, of the knights and the that, was and the, it twenty nil? Yeah, the space means lost. If it wasn't twenty nil, I think it was eighteen two. It was, was eighteen
1: two. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. It, was, it was. It was. It was real bad dice, I I, yeah. I mean, we're talking like I think like four like brigands would shoot a uh, dreadnought, wouldn't kill it, and then it would shoot back and kill one, and it shoot back and it'd be like, right, okay. The cheeky uh, story
0: I was told was. Brigand one shoots down. Uh, brigand one shoots a Redemptor, doesn't do any wounds. Brigand two shoots a Redemptor, takes the half wounds. It shoots back with its overcharged plasma cannon with the strat, goes four hits, four wounds, four failed saves, kills a brigand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just did that all game. <laughs> oh, that's when you play something like Chaos Knight and and you get those swigs against you. Oh, that's really tough because there's nothing your army can't do anything different. It just walks at people and shoots. I don't enjoy that kind of style of list personally. Yeah, I might reason. say that
2: it's you get what you deserve when you play chaos knights. Oh,
0: somebody's been hurt by the chaos knight
2: list before. Have you never been a, a knight's player, Will? No, not myself. Yeah, sometimes I'll ally in a knight when uh, you know when I'm building a fluffy chaos list, but mm. often they don't uh, they don't see the actual table at tournaments.
0: I did, I took it for WTC once and I hated the experience. I did it for the team because we needed
1: a knight's list, but never again so apart from that round good event yeah it was a really good event so really nicely well ran it was a nice little venue there so yeah definitely good and event. that's the lead belt
0: event. gaming arena in the center Notting. nottingham a really nice place actually um, i was trying to
1: think of the name today, no, that's Max. okay <laughs> no
0: it's, that's okay i got, I got <laughs> I you back baby and they um no it was, it was a really great venue actually i said to to gaz the welsh captain I, 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 on paper it looked like it was gonna be really hard to park Really hard to get to it was great really really good um, would definitely go back there. Poss- probably not one of the nicest suburbs in Nottingham. However, it was <laughs> it was for what we needed. It was great, and you know there was loads of places to get food around that used to travel to. So that's all the things you really want. Well, obviously, because you guys came second, my team my team came first, and we shouldn't talk about the event anymore. Yay! Yeah. yeah, that's not what happened. That's... Now, so Robo Super Sub team that was Robo. So Matt Robertson, Manny Chima, Nasim. Uh, and then um, Courtney Rhodes, Raph Harbison, and who was the last one on their team? Ass. I'm bad. Over this. to you,
1: Will. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't there. I wasn't. <laughs> uh, they Hold didn't on. have I can Kyle. Up now. you had Kyle. They had Ed. No, we had Ed. You had Ed. Hold on. What were they? England Lions, Crusaders. Which one were you? We were Crusaders. They were Lions. Okay, Lions. Oh, I'm going to give myself a great editing job to do later. <laughs> Courtney, Manny, uh, Marcus. Marcus. Robo, it's Marcus.
0: There you go. That's Got Marcus. Uh, and so the last player was Marcus. There you go. Remembered. So they, they had a nice mixture of WTC players who were very experienced and there's some newer players we wanted to see as well. So they had a really good event. They didn't drop a round and they came out first. We had a we had a reasonably good day one. We had a draw into uh, one of the Scottish teams who, who just... We had a couple of games swing in our first round where it was like results that were down as a 14 or 15 for us came back as a six or a seven. And like in yeah, an eight-man team, you, you could absorb one of those in eight-man teams if everybody does okay. In eight-man teams, if two of those go that way, it's really bad. Three, you're probably drawing, or maybe even losing the round. Six is really hard, um, and that was really the story of the weekend for my team. I I was playing the Space Marine Iron Hands list, and I was just pretty much throwing myself out first under the bus. So I played a lot of chaos, but yeah. I mean, the premise was I had four new guys for the team, all wanting to show me they were really good. So they picked their list, they gave me their matrix, I put them into matchups. They said they were going to win, and then the job was for them to win, and you know, and it. I think that's a bit of a double pressure maybe being on my team as the captain of the guys picking the team as well as okay and here's Manny Chiba or here's Deceeb or here's Robbo do you know what I mean who are names that these guys know quite well. Um, Innes yep. was there from Team Scotland Brian Seat was there from Team Scotland there was some other big players and other teams that are really good at 40k, it wasn't an easy event. I think lots of people were surprised as well that maybe in singles, another player will give up or stop playing points if they hadn't done a WTC scoring event that players were pushing to get 5 points, 6 points, 7 points to get the extra little objective and they were losing points in their differentials because they thought, well, that guy will just roll over. Oh no, he's, he's, he's done this, he's pushed this unit here, he's gone this direction. So it was a big learning curve for my team. Where I think maybe yours and Manny's teams, of oh, Manny's, uh, Robbo's teams, didn't have the same curve. Um, but our day one wasn't yeah, I terrible. I red, so. Yeah, we came in to play you guys in the afternoon, but we played the other England team in the morning. And that was the story of the two rounds. I got my predictions, but nobody else managed predictions. And it was <clears throat> on the scores. It's the classic. We were playing still to podium in the last game against you, but it's the classic that if you lose that game, you go off well, well off the podium and somebody mm. sneaks into third. Um, Terminator's too strong, Tony. You just can't deny them. Ah, yes. That's, that's, that's what Chaos, I
1: but,
2: I I'll let Will leap in on that one. Chaos Space between Terminators with Abaddon, Will. You love that unit? I think that it is. Um, I think... Okay, fine. So what Chaos Space have is a lot of really great stuff. Will was going to be polite
0: there, and he decided he's just going to tear you. A new one. I'm settling <laughs> I'm in. Sure I'm, I'm mate, that mate.
2: meme popcorn. with the popcorn, Will. Go, go. So, yeah, so, I mean, like, you could buy... So many great options like a curse Cultist or just another Forge or something. Or you could spend like, what is it, 500, 600 points on this unit? Uh, 700, I mean, thanks I mean, Will. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, that's my point made, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it, it's... The, it, for me,
1: all the other CSM lists at this event, other than Manny's, reeked of singles. Like utterly reeked of singles play. And that's yeah. where, like, that's what that—that's why I just didn't see when we, when we spoke about the list before. It was mm. like all oh, these little uh, rubric units, and I'm like, "What differential are you pushing with these guys? Evidence none." No, I do get that. that. And it was just like, "Oh, so that's what the, that's what the Terminators did in, in the games." Like, okay, it's it's worse into some matchups. Totally agree with that. But in the matchups that I got into, it absolutely just. Destroyed people. I think it's a place right, to I think no it's interesting to, hear no you,
0: interesting to hear you argue it there because I think that maybe that's a you've been to WTC, taken a list that had a, a brick unit, taken it out, missed the brick unit. So then you brought your list to this event going, Well, I'm going to play in a certain manner with the brick <laughs> yeah. unit. Whereas I think, I mean, I played a game against Will uh, last night and we were just, I think that would work quite well in WTC as well because it doesn't really care for terrain too much. You've got the, the cursed uh, cultist bricks. Very durable, and even if they do get a hit, they almost actually wiping them out to the point where they're not going to affect the game is really difficult unless you've got a perfect list and still some good dice. So, because we talked a bit about that after the game, so I think that that you're right. I think there are lots of singles list, and I think that is always going to be the way. with' quite a new addition st- when there haven't been that many big tournaments. Mm-hmm. Been LGT, the Coffee Major was after. Um, and then maybe some RTTs and things where people come back from the WTC in the summer. Lots of ideas to go through, but maybe not a nice clear meta. But well, my team... I wasn't unhappy with my team's 6th slash 7th place, but I think... That's not the point of the events. We we ask everybody in the England application system this year to go to a team event so we can see how you doing in a team event. So we can see how yeah, you prep for it, see what kind of list you bring. It's all just useful information for me. So I think we'd definitely go again. Uh, guys are going to try and do another one for the WTC. So that'll probably be a stronger, if not fuller, England team that we'll take um, just to get oh, interesting. practice in. Yeah, is so that going to be eight-man's? Eight he, he's assuming be eight he's eight looking time. for a venue first, I think, before he confirms. Oh. Ah. But the the plan is to go down that route. That well, will be good. That is, I think the only learning point I've taken out of that is oh, I find Ironstorm boring to play Marines in. It is it's going to be? It's just a list. I, it's a list trope. You're going to have to learn, isn't it? You guys, you're going to have to go into yeah. to a tournament. You're probably going to play some sort of Marines with whirlwinds.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think that's just that's just the meta now, right? It's just this indirect is all over the place. So yeah, you just got got to sort of plan for that.
0: Well, talk, let's let's talk about planning for that because the week after that, um, I committed to going to that event so I could take a big group of England players. But we asked lots of England players, like I said, to go to a team event, and lots of them went along to Cardiff and they went along to the. I'm just going to make sure I get the name of the events right now. Um, the vale, Renegade vale Renegades
2: team? is it four man teams? Will? Yeah, the the Veil Renegades, that's right. I couldn't remember it, but as soon as you said it, yeah, that's it, rang the bell. This
0: is the podcast where we do not care about your <laughs> events, names, or organisers. So it was the Veil Renegades Open, Brother in Arms 2. Uh, a Warhammer 40,000, because of five games over two days. And how was it?
2: Yeah, it was great. It was actually, um, I, yeah, I will say that the venue, um, maybe this is an echo if you've heard, them talk about it on a different podcast but the venue was actually incredible they have this store that was like it used to be i guess like a car dealership or something so it had this like great floor um on the ground floor and then like a like a balcony level and the balcony level and it was all like glass windows up for both stories so it had this like just felt very spacious um on almost all of it, except for um when we got there and we realized the table we were playing on was right in the corner and you, then you realize you were in the the one cramped part in the entire building but no it was it was fantastic, and the prize support of this thing was incredible like i don't i don't go to tournaments to um to you know I spend my money to go to tournaments i don't expect to to make any back, but they were very generous, so we got we ended up um yeah winning a decent price, and across the team it really adds up. So, so yeah, I
0: think was, is this cut. This is a um, Firestorm Games, isn't it? But they've moved out Firestorm of there. They used to right. be in like an industrial site, like warehouse place, wedged in between a few other businesses, and they've moved from
2: there. Well, I've only been to this one, and it's incredible. Yeah, coming I mean, because I come from Newcastle, so it's it's a long way to Cardiff for me. That was a for big drive. Gun. Well, I'm wow, very glad yeah (laughs) i i I, I drove for um for i think 12 to maybe 14 hours dear um, god to then play 15 hours at 40k so it would
0: take me about the same time to get
2: to the WTC in belgium that it takes you to go
0: from (laughs) newcastle to Cardiff. oh my god well so you guys ended up winning a prize
2: yeah we did yeah so um i'll run through it so there was basically in the run-up there was we i so I was on a team with me, Manny Chima, Ed Watts and Daniel Whitaker. That Manny are, Chima, yeah. he gets everywhere. If you've oh. got an event, he's gonna be well, there. This, <laughs> this was a team I was invited to this team by Nas. Nas was like, let's go to uh let's go to the ba- uh, whatever this one was. Firestorm Games and um Braille Renegades, there we go. Yeah. And he, so it was me, him and Ed were in the team. I was like, great, I'll get my brother in and we'll go. Sounds like, a good, sounds like a good event. And then two weeks before the event, NASA was like, actually, I can't make it. Sorry, guys. So <laughs> we're like, okay, who are we going to find? Let's get Ed to ask Manny then. Why not? Let's trade one superstar for another. And lo and behold, we did. So we still ended up with quite a stacked team. Yeah, that's a really um, good team. Yeah. We identified three other teams that we kind of felt really had potential and were going to take the event seriously enough to. Um, to walk away with a win and they were um there was like a mind goblins team um with tom from six plus plus there was um there was another team england team headed by um by robo and then there was um i can't remember what those guys are called something something to do with fire anyway they were there too
1: and we don't talk about them on here <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: love you guys <laughs> So having identified that they were going, um, we ended up calling our team very, very antagonistically uh, Extinguish. <laughs> I wonder if the listeners can figure out who we're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, so these four teams, and maybe it wasn't the the full A team for Ignite, but um, it was still very impressive. You wouldn't want to draw any of those players at a singles event for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, same could maybe be said for, for many of these teams that were going for it. So then, the kind of the results, the final results, um, were almost directly proportional to what I think was the amount of the ratio of how of the effort you wanted to put in to the to the win. It's really interesting because we and our team we're very competitive and we all definitely wanted to win. And we thought about it and we put some effort in. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we were we were still like laughing and playing. I don't know, you know. Yeah, I, we were I, I, I mean, we were I don't know what
1: you and Dana like will, but. If you, if Manny and Ed had anything to do with trying to organize your guys' matrix or anything like that, I didn't have much hope for that.
2: Well, I'll put, I'll be, I'll be we, we had a decent matrix. We built like a little model and stuff like that, but okay. um, and, but, but we only really planned it into one team, and that was Team Ignite. because yeah. obviously we named ourselves Distinguished. We had one job, so we planned that matrix, and um, we drew into them round four. We were both undefeated at this point. Um, We'd already played Robbo's team the, the previous round three of the previous day. And this was this is at the other end of the spectrum of the four teams of, um, you know, wanting to win, but taking it maybe less seriously. And they arrived at the table and just held up their cards. We're like, there you go. Pick one. That's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Super yeah. prep. Rob- so, like, Rob- uh,
0: Robbo is... is- yeah, Robert, team event is either super prepped or has
2: no cares in the world. Yeah. There's no well, in-between. <laughs> you know, Yeah, they're there to play 40k, treat it a bit like a singles event. The pairing doesn't really matter, you know. It's like you take any matchup you were given at a singles event. And if in a four-man teams, basically, you have to prep for that anyway. So, yeah, just treat it like whatever you've drawn. And I think it was a fine way to do it. But we did, I feel like we got the better of that pairing because of that. <laughs> Because of the choices we got to make, and we ended up winning that round. Who did you and play on that
0: team, uh, Will?
2: I played um, Tom on his orcs. Tom Higgins ah, yeah, bottom okay. on his orcs. Yeah, and, and how, it was how did how they go okay, for him? It went. It went fine. I, it was actually my first game into orcs, so um, I didn't. I didn't know how to approach it, and I felt like our matrix was good for the for the round. So I felt like I didn't have to take any drastic risks. So I was like, maybe a close win. Close. Um, that's what I was going to aim for and at the beginning he was like should we just go get a pint call it a 10 10 and i insisted (laughs) that we that we did Uh, yes i've heard (laughs) this so so three three hours later we submit the score he he makes one final charge on the last turn to take an objective back of me for the end of the game and we count up the score 10 10. that's car horrific I was working very hard to get an eleven nine and then he made that charge and it was a ten ten. I was like, Oh, oh my gosh. Dear.
0: Now just what, what were that were you running your beautifully painted uh, Chaos Accursed
2: Cultist derby for this? I was, yeah. I was I was running uh, I borrowed Manny's oh. Accursed Cultist for these ones that he'd um he'd ran at LGT. Beautifully painted. I also had ran Accursed Cultist at LG Two, but I'd borrowed them off um off one of the mine for that event. Nice. So I mean I
1: I've, I've got an open pack here for sale if you want them. Yeah, maybe, but,
2: I mean, they're just, they're just... Hey,
1: Chris, we're not turning it into your eBay trading
2: page, buddy. Roll on. Just, just, oh, <laughs> God. I just feel like they're going to they're, they're run out, they're going to go out of date pretty soon. So I don't necessarily want to spend, however, you know, however much money that many accursed is. They're at yeah, a funny like, point in the meta, though. Like, they, they could,
0: they could just survive... At yeah because no one are. wants
1: no one wants to spend 300 quid on cultists that's 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 why it's like money is crazy and then no one else buys it so then it might get missed it because it's yeah. not it's not chosen it's not forge fiends it's not chaos lords it's not rhinos at 75 points what the hell
2: Well don't get me wrong I've got all of that in the list <laughs> I know chaos is so, just... such good value at the
0: moment the points is just crazy uh...
2: But that thing, the thing is, if CSM get nerfed in every other place and a curse don't get nerfed, then, you know, three That is the the list It yeah. not an army. Yeah. It isn't an army, right? You need to have the support of the um, of the insane firing platforms and stuff like that. It's like, sure, it's durable, but it's not going to table your opponent. So you've led us through some exciting games, Smash 1 of the England
0: teams, it's you, Extinguish versus Ignite. Here we are in the final. How oh, did it go round. down?
2: And it's on it was on the morning of the second day and we were feeling pretty confident. Um we
1: so did you'd had all night to prep for this. You'd been we yeah, we had already prepped
2: <laughs> and actually <laughs> what we realized the night before was that a lot of that prep um didn't account for this this one mission right? So which basically turns everything on the head on its head which is the kill more hold more mission because oh it's,
1: yeah it's a big it, change Yeah, it's
2: a very different game it's like suddenly you're playing eighth edition again and you have to think about things totally differently we as a team had actually thought about this as well and we had a sort of skew team in which we had three horde armies so then if another team, kill yeah if, if another team had a um had like an anti-horde army then fine that he can take out one of us, but then we've got two more, you know, so it's like no other team is going to be able to we thought deal with three different horde armies, and we were basically right across the event. So but horde armies, um, they aren't they fall apart in this kill more metric. Well, a lot of them do because um definitely the uh, the Templars and the worldiers have a lot of units, so they can just mm-hmm. get killed more on the way on the way down, basically. It's not so much with the curse cultist, like, I don't think I gave up that many Kilmores. So, different. Well, classes, no, you're
0: literally. hard to get through the bricks. You've got maybe some Warped Talons, but they can reserve. The Rhino's behind Ruins. Not every army can deal with those. And you're kind yeah, of think, picking uh, and choosing with your lords, aren't you? So.
2: They, it, was, it didn't change my Matrix, but it did change Manny's, and it did change Ed's. Mm. So we were kind of thinking about that a little bit on the fly. But still, um, we were way ahead on Battle Points. So we knew that we were aiming for a draw here. So we kind of paired and then played for for close games and we, we were pretty confident that we could we could all pull that off and um so we got the pairings that we wanted mm-hmm. i think um David and Chris were quite intent on the laptop and i think they also got the pairings they wanted then it was a little bit a little bit iffy you know, when both teams are smiling. That's,
1: that's how it, that's how that's ninety oh. percent
2: of teams though, right? That is ninety percent of Oh
1: yeah. yeah, we've got really Yeah, yeah, guys. We're up we're up five or six points here. Just play for your points, play for your points, keep it tight, yeah, good, good, good. Someone's got the matrix wrong. I've lost track Someone, of the number of times at the actual
0: the actual W T C event, post event, like a lot of the big teams you play will ask to share a matrix and you'll share it and you'll go, We both paired this thinking we were on the low side of a win. We both came out quietly pleased with ourselves, and then that didn't work yeah. like that. Some of it's mm-hmm. luck, well, some
2: of it's just not knowing the matches. But so, how did your round some, go? There are some serious issues with the matrix, isn't there? Because often it's there's so many variables it doesn't account for, right? So it's not, a, it doesn't, it can't ever account for every single time you you meet that army across the table against every player, right? So I think that it's maybe, I I think not a that there is system.
0: The, the, the system is never going to be perfect. But where I think that England as a team needs to improve for next year's event is I need eight players that actually know in that mission, this is better or worse for me. I've played that army. It's better or worse for me. I have a rough idea of how the game goes. And I can say that last year and the year before. Better last year, worse the year before. That was an issue. And I think so that's then, what Lee just colours to be. People will people will well what do you think they'll predict, Will, if they're not sure? I think low, right? Yeah, they'll predict a low draw or a low score. And then other people have to pair into things where that person could have played it and got more points. Or I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Or 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 worse,
2: somebody who genuinely is bad into it takes it and it dives. It had, definitely has its uses, but it's just you can't you can't think that oh look we got all yellows we're gonna win. You know you have to be like well, this player might play it differently to everyone I've ever met before, mm. and oh look they've done something I didn't expect, and now my matrix is totally different. And now at that, that point you are just playing 40k right, and that's great. That's they're the best games.
0: Maybe. So, so who did you play against out of the ignite boys?
2: So I played against um, Lewis, um, and he he was on his Tau. Um, so it was Lewis Boris on CSM, um, Chris on Marines, and David on mm, Eldar.
0: Eldar. Yeah. And you just were on Eldar. a cursed. Uh, what was your brother on?
2: Yeah, I was on a cursed. My brother was on Eldar as well. He's okay. just he always plays Eldar. Um, but yeah, and then Manny was on World Ears and Ed was on M Plus. So we got a Marine off. We got Eldar into CSM. We got Worldiers into Eldar. And then we got um, my CSM into the Tau. So we felt it was pretty good because we felt the worthy as one was drawish. We mm. felt the marine off was drawish, and we felt the um, you know the CSM L dies can go one way or the other, but can also be a bit of a wash. Yeah, and same with Tau CSM. I've, I've thought about I lost to um, I lost to Alex Harrison's Tau at LGT. So obviously, I've been thinking about. Uh, playing Tao quite a lot, so um, I was pretty confident going into this matchup because I knew how to approach the game. Did you now. hear that, Alex? You're in the book of lot.
0: grudges. You're going down. <laughs> He's coming <laughs> for you. It's all Tao is going down.
2: Now. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, um, so I did. I managed to win my game, which I was happy with because obviously that's turning something, that's developing my, my place, my you know developing that game, that matchup. Having lost in the past, now you, you now, here now, point I I can, I can actually win thought. with this army. Um, yeah, so I was happy with that, but as a result, and overall in the team, we did we did lose the round, and it was by it was close. It was um, I think yeah. it was only
1: about three points off a draw. I believe
2: that's yeah, really it was, it was close. Always, Oof, it was always yeah. going to be close, though. So, like with both teams, we knew it was always going to be a close. It's just we had this advantage of a draw basically being a win for us. So it was um, you know it was a bit of a bummer, but. I'm not unhappy I think that it was a it was a really great event and my game and definitely next to me was my brother and Boris and they were having a great time me and Lewis were having a great time yeah teams helps to take
0: some of this thing out of it where if you traveled all that way and you spent all the time writing an army or you would maybe spent all the time practicing or you'd sacrificed financially personally whatever to get yourself there sometimes it could be a bit much and that that could all play into the mindset in games. I think teams just helps to diffuse it because you're there with three, four, five, seven other people who can just have a laugh with you, chill about it, commiserate. That that is another side of team events. I know lots of lots of players come back to the WTC and other team events
2: for. Yeah, I can see why it's 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 a lot of fun. So, so, yeah, so in the end place? we did. That was, yeah, it was second place. That was our fourth round, and then in the fifth round we did play the Mind Goblin slash six plus plus team for the last one. So basically we did end up playing the other three teams that we thought were um, in the running. And I think in the end we came like first second. I don't know if they were third and fourth, but like we yeah. were all we were all high up there. Yeah. Second overall and we walked away with some decent prizes for silver.
0: Very nice. Well thank you event? for the Thank you very much for coming to tell us about that and to talk to us about why your list is the superior chaos list. Um, it is the superior
2: chaos list. Well, speaking to, uh...
0: of speaking of inferior chaos lists, we can hear about how Chris got on at Coventry with his death guard list.
1: Oh yeah, this was <laughs> so so death guard. So death guard are in a funny place, right? There, I was I was going to Coventry and I was just like, I can't be bothered taking the CSM. It's boring. Let's try something new. Um... And I'd have been playing around with Death Guard online for a bit, it's just looking at them for teams, because I'd played against them when they when they first got the update. And when you first play that game versus Death Guard after their changes, you just you just go, "What the hell?" Because they do the debuffs, so, yeah, yeah,
2: so much damage. It's like, have you played them with the curse yet, Will? Sorry, Chris. I played them oh. with demons on uh, LGT in the invitational, and um, I ended. I managed to win that with a with a corn demon list. But it was I was just, they just never died. But a lot of their I think demons is actually quite well suited for it because a lot of their buffs is about AP and demons are like well we don't care
1: <laughs> yeah don't care about saves or anything like that yeah but that I mean, the, but the minus one save debuff is the
0: one that leaps out of the page for me. I mean I know there are yeah. other options, but one what one reduces your OC and one makes you much more to hit. No, minus from so, the
2: hit into corn demons. So you that next to a unit of Nurglings, right? You hit on if you're something that hits on fours, like blood crushers. You hit on sixes. You now hit on sixes. <laughs> you're like, well, I can't do damage.
0: <laughs> Just Nurglings yeah. dancing around singing. that you go. Na, 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 na. Uh, Amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for anyone uh, who doesn't know the new Death Guard changes. So originally they had uh, two army rules. Oh, I think wh- which one's the army rule? Which one is the detachment the rule? But either way, one of, one of the army rules is you get sticky contagion. objectives. Contagion. Contagion range is their detachment rule. So that hasn't changed. That's you... that's, that's a detachment rule. Yeah. Cool. So the army rule is sticky objectives. Fine. So the, the contagions used to work where, you know, about round one, it's three inches range. About two, it's six inches. About round three onwards, it's nine. Great. What that used to do is just give you minus one toughness if you were in contagion range. Okay, fine. Um. But what it now does is, um, this, before the battle begins, you pick either uh, the three. Uh, one of them is minus one save. One of them is minus weapon skill, minus one weapon skill and ballistic skill. And then the third one, which you will never take, is um, minus one um, OC to a minimum of one. Um, now, if that would had like the ADMEC <laughs> the admin rule, where it's just minus one OC flat. That could actually be incredible against uh, certain armies, and you definitely pick it. But the, the minimum one uh, it screws that a bit. So I took um, minus one save in every single game other than one, and the one that I didn't take it was a mistake, and I should take a minus one save. Um,
0: it is. <laughs> hey guys, so that's what that's so gotta got good. these three great options. You're never gonna use two of them. Just take <laughs> this one option. It's always Pretty the way. Much. GW it's, always does like. Here's three flavours. What do you want to pick? The best flavour. Every time. The best flavour. Thank you. Just that one. (laughs) Like when it was custom craft worlds for Eldar last edition and there was like 25 different combinations and you were like, no, no, no. I'll have like Ignore's cover and re-roll a hit and a wound. Thanks. Cool. Every Eldar army was from the same one. Same when it was custom marine chapters. There's just some... Anything that improves... Your damage output averages significantly. Just, it's just a no-brainer.
2: So coming back to that list then, then Will, have you played that into any of the, the Case of Curse builds? Um, I haven't played against Death Guard yet, no. Not in this one. But also, there, it's an invulnerable save again, so I think that probably it doesn't... Is it minus one to invulnerable saves as well?
1: No, it's not. Oh, my God, I'm yeah, sure it yeah, oh, was yeah. incredible.
2: <laughs> no, I, I think that probably it's, I mean, so this is, I mean, I won that game into the Demon, into Death Guard with Demons as well, and Demons are, you know, they're, they're not in a great spot, and it was just the same, Death Guard were just the same as they've always been, so it's like, great, they're powerful, but yeah. what, they can't, they just don't move, right? I've I, I seen
0: Chris's list in action, we're not a practice game with that, I thought it wasn't too bad, and you had some Rhino-based units, some yeah, of so... the, the bursters so it could be annoying, but...
1: I'd made the list. I'd literally... So, I wrote the list only for CSM and Eldar. That's all I took into account. Um, any of rami's armies, I was like, cool, if I, if I face them, I'll just try and outplay them. Um, and that's basically how it went. And I only ended up... Out of the eight games that I played, I only played... I didn't play CSM once. But I played Eldar twice. So... Well, how did your Eldar was, games go? Eldar games went exactly as planned. Um, so... Incon just cannot interact in that game. So you you're basically the Eldar playing 1600 points. Um straight off the bat because the Incon comes in, Incon instantly dies. Incon comes in, kills a, one squad, kills a Rhino, I don't care. It just instantly dies. Um just 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 nothing in the game. Um and I think it's just with the Rhinos it's so easy to play around the Incon now especially. Um because what a lot of people miss is you just a little tip is just Push your rhinos up against walls. It just screws. Like, like, like You go with these Eldar players, they go, cool, I'm going to pop this rhino, I'm going to get lucky with my free spinners and get some um, warp spiders over there as well. And then you go, cool, okay, so the, all the guys get out, they're going to line this side of the uh, wall um, with bodies, so you're forced to come over the other side of the wall. So you've now wasted an entire turn of shooting, killing a rhino, and you've not even got to teleport your Incarn because your incan goes over there, can't see anything, can't charge anything. That's that's one little way to get around the incan anyway. Um, but just just in general, just um, I think the trick is with the death guard. Um, just the, the grenade spam is ridiculous. Um, so they have a unit called the Biologus Putrefier, which um, has a rule where it can throw grenades for zero CP, even if another um, is it. The reason you can do it is because I cool think it says this, this model can do it, rather than the unit, um, so it gets around the, um, you can only do this once um, per phase, effectively. So you can truck out four lots of grenades in a turn, so that is, on average, a dead-in before you've even rolled any, any other dice, any shooting attacks, any charges, nothing.
0: Oh, don't start on your um, dice and averages and grenades. I played Will D the other night and he <laughs> went to me, Oh,
1: I've never <laughs> used
0: a grenade strat and got more than two wounds, got four wounds straight off. And I'm like, Don't that's, be that that's guy, just goes.
1: that's just how it oh. goes. So, yeah, averages, so average I had, my backside. Um, <laughs> other tech pieces I had for the CSM and um Eldar games were obviously playbirds, callers are fantastic into Eldar, they just pick up all the souping hawks, um, they'll they'll kill the Farsi, etc. So you, you're taking assassinate, but people have started been years for that they're, reason they're
0: decent damage minus
1: one three damage on the play uh, no. burst? oh my god if they're three damage um, yeah two damage, damage. AP1 two damage but the are D6 plus three shots um, yeah. blast so they're nice they're just nice and you can make them hit on twos um, with a few d- different combinations of stratagems and characters um, even in indirect so it's, it's really good um, but the other tech pieces I had I got a lot of questions about were, were the hell brute and the predators and like what are they doing in the list so um, the Hellbrute is there, I and mean, I took it with a Plasma Cannon purely because I'm thinking of Chosen and Wraith So, generally, if you're playing versus, um, Eldar, Wraith as, as Death Guard, they can, they can just come out and play it, they can hold the primary with the Wraith the Guard, but they, they couldn't versus my list because as soon as you stay out and you don't Phantasm behind the wall, you are dead, um, because the Hellboot has a rule where when it shoots and it hits you, um, you count as in Contagion range. So you shoot a Plasma Cannon at it, even if you don't kill anyone, you're not bothered. Um, because all of a sudden now your Wraith Guard have a free up base save. Um, you're now in Contagion range, so it enables some stratagems. Um, and one of the stratagems you'd use is um, Ignore Cover. So anything that is within Contagion range, you can Ignore Cover on it. And you get heavy, but uh, you don't really care about the heavy part. Um, so then when your predators line up with their autocannons you go uh, okay so this pred- This first predator's going to shoot and there's another stratagem that you can use to get extra AP so now this AP 1 autocannon versus 2 up save wraith guard gives them a 6 up save um, <laughs> and the reason that works is obviously they go from a 2 up save to a 3 up save from the contagion uh, you're ignoring cover so your AP 1 goes to a, a 4 up um, and because it's a predator, um, it gets extra AP versus infantry, takes it to a 5-up, and then obviously the strategy you spend takes them to a 6-up save, which just absolutely shreds them. They you just go through them like butter. Like the two predators will pick up the entire unit, basically, or enough of them that you just don't get. I
0: love the combos that people come together just to find Tackle Wraith Guard. What a unit. Um, there, there's, there's the unit, if there's a points change, that the unit just needs to get in the bin.
1: Uh, what, what,
2: yeah. So this is what happens when they don't phantasm. <laughs> what happens yeah. when they do phantasm?
1: Well, when they do phantasm, you, you're fine because you have all the, you have these little five-man units of plague marines that are running around the board scoring all your points. You'll just deny them all the primary in the world, and unless they're coming out to to fight you, they're not going to deny your primary. So you generally just just win. At least that's how, that's what I found in my TTS games online. Then before. tell us,
0: Chris, the story of your Coventry GT. Did you generally I- just win? Did you come away um, with
1: a big UBTC I mean, I, trophy? I, I built the I beat the Eldar. And apparently I, I didn't actually stay because I, I finished my last game like an hour and a half before and I was like, I've got like a two and a half hour drive. I'm not I'm not hanging around. I could be home already. So I didn't hang around. Um apparently I won Best Chaos. I don't know if that's right, but that's oh, what I thought. Congratulations.
2: Told. So that was alright.
1: Um but yeah, I went six and two. Um I lost two games. So the, the first game that I lost um, was just... So I played with Wrath. Uh, it was Grey Knights. And this this is a game I should never lose. Um, and I lost it because I was trying to be too clever. Uh, it gave me a, it gave me an option um, on turn two to just absolutely crush him. And rather than just going, oh, I can just win, I went, I'm going to crush him. <laughs> um, and it just didn't work. Uh, it just backfired. So I left like one Terminator alive on one wound. Um... And then there was another paladin squad which I failed some charges into, which then stayed alive. Which it went bad, Um, but I only I lost by three points in the end. But that's just one of those. It was just like I was just trying to be, uh, just trying to like push a differential that didn't need to be pushed um, for absolutely no reason. So um, I spoke to Raph afterwards. It's like I just literally just push all my vehicles at you, and I'm like, yeah, that was my game plan. I had it in my game plan to start with. I was like, okay, I'm taking cleanse and homers. I'm literally going to sit on all these objectives and. There's nothing you can do because Acts can't kill vehicles. I think I had like six or seven vehicles in my list. Um, so I was like, right, okay, cool. There's a the game plan. Throw it out the window, turn two. Brilliant. Well done. <laughs> uh, silly play. Silly play. <laughs> um, uh, but Raph did it perfectly. Raph, so Raph had his turn one when, okay, saw how the game was going to go. He just played it like Acts normally play. I was like, he's auto losing. And then he went, okay, I know I'm going to auto-lose if I play like this, so I'm just going to shove everything forwards and if you don't kill it, then it's a problem. And then that's what happened, basically. Um, So, well done for uh, for spotting that, to be honest. It did really well in that game.
0: Well, Um, so all wasn't lost... You lost one game, but in a, nope, in a big eight-game uh, eight GT? Uh, Eight-round eight, eight, eight round. Eight round GT, because it was three-day Super Major, or you could drop yes. out and do the two-day commentary, couldn't you?
1: If you lost in the first day, yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. So who
0: would, was your second loss in two?
1: Yeah, so I lost to uh, Jack Tite playing Sisters, and this was game seven. Yeah, this was the first game on the last day. So I was sat up at night, and I was like, what the hell do sisters do? I mean, this is, I imagine Jack was sat in there in exactly the same scenario and going, what the hell did Death Guard do? Okay. Um, unfortunately, I sort of miscalculated that game a bit and it was a bad mission for me to start with. The terrain, like def, the Death Guard issue is they're still super slow. So they're still just five inch moving guys. There's no there's no speed to the list. You were so, right,
0: Will. You were right.
1: <laughs> there is there is no speed at all. Um, so the issue I had was we played. It was priority targets, which is the one where you get basically twenty five points on primary if you go second in turn five, um, which is it's just a bad time because you get ten at the start of your turn, then you can get fifteen at the end. So I went. I obviously went first in that game Um, and then I had no speed to deny him primary ever so no matter what happened in that game he was going to score max primary and then he's going to score secondaries really well because sisters just score secondaries incredibly well.
0: We had some great Um, conversations on the Saturday night where I was in a chat on discord and Chris popped in and started (laughs) looking sisters and I'm like do you know what these do and I'm like I've played this because at Battle of Britain I played um, Chris Mills one of the Scottish players with the sisters and I think i i didn't i'd had to look over the book and I had an idea that the Archiflagellants were really good because they'd won their big g t somewhere in America recently hadn't they uh, what was it uh, tampa Tampa, tampa wasn't tampa yeah so they they weren't they were a big g t and I'd gone and looked and seen the core of it and I' been like it's got thirty Archiflagellants. Like, what the heck do they do and you know like the I've talked to a few sisters about play since then like the exorcists are swingy and the other units have some tricks but really the the flying forward combat unit is those Archiflagellants because they the whole sisters buff is as soon as your unit loses a model, it gets plus one to hit, and if the below half strength, it gets plus one to wound.
1: Oh, I know about the plus one to hit, Tony. I'll I'll tell you about that in a second. Oh yeah, so that's
0: we've, got, the- we've got we've got we've got a little story about this. <laughs> so, uh, but we were talking about it, weren't we? And we we're like, it didn't look too bad on paper. So go on, I want to hear. So-
1: just to carry on from the story, so the night before, we were all yeah. talking. Oh, you definitely want to take assassinate versus them because he wants to keep bringing his uh, characters back and all this. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like a good plan. I'll take assassinate and homers. Don't take assassinate. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I go first. Turn one, I'm like, right, okay, I've got, I've got to do something here. So I went, right, I'm going to be quite aggressive. So I pushed out some Predators and some playburst Crawlers were flying up the board. And I was like, right, OK, I lined up a bunch of last cannons and entropy cannons. I'm like, right, feeling good, feeling good. So I pop an emulator. I'm like, yeah, nice. Good job. What happens? It blows up. And I'm like, yes, it blows up. You're going to take loads of damage. No, that is not a good thing to happen in the middle of a sister's army. So his entire army, this was three exorcists that were stood around this simulator then take D3 mortal wounds. So obviously I'm thinking, yeah, great. Oh, no. Then you realize what their army rule is, where when they're below starting strength, they get plus one to hit. So now you have three, three exorcists from turn one that are sat there hitting on twos for the entire game. Fantastic. That is just what you want. And that was the story of that game. That just went horrifically because the exorcists were just just super powered up then for the rest of the game. So I was putting five marines out and they just picked five marines up, no problem um so yeah i I, just, I, I beat I that losing. list because
0: i popped transports and i don't think my opponent was aggressive as he needed to be to when i, I played so my battle weapon list was the like impulses with desolators to get my hearing out of sight so he needed to come out and commit admit he didn't so did he just did that allow him to just come out and push into your army throw units everywhere he could, and he
1: could just trade then. At that yeah. point it was like cool, he can just move out. Um you so UKTC also have a, um an FAQ that makes sisters even more powerful whereby um when you use a miracle dice for say a charge. Um so you so see you substitute one, you use a six, say it's a nine inch charge, which is the exact scenario that happened in this game. Um he rolled, he rolled a two I'm like, cool, you fail your charge. When you re-roll you've got to re-roll both dice, right? It's like no UKTC have FAQ'd it. That you can keep your miracle dice so a 9 inch charge for sisters is now a three plus re-rollable <laughs> which is obscene and then the other thing that um caught me out a bit with the sisters is I was like this is like turn three I think um I was like cool is 10man battle sister squad is out there's two characters in that unit I was like right I'm gonna kill them now um because I could line up a bunch of guns on them I had I had typhus some Mauls to start chipping away first of all and I was like right they'll die and then at this point, I think he um, had about 15 miracle dice, something like that. I start shooting them, and he just turns around and goes, Just just so you know, I can make every single save from now on. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, What do you mean? I'm like, every You just single got a bunch one. Of... Yeah. So the, the combination here is um, this 10 man battle sister squad has a dialogus in it. And the dialogus has an ability where anytime you use a miracle dice, the value of that is changed to a six. And I'm like, Okay, fine. But then when you combo that with um, the Triumph of St. Catherine, who sits within six inches of this squad, and then they go, okay, so Triumph is a rule whereby you can use an infinite amount of miracle dice, not just the one limit that normally is in place. You can use an infinite amount. So like how you used to uh, with Eldar, when you'd go into the Incarn and you'd be like, right, Incarn, take 10 saves. And then they'd go, not even going to roll a dice. See you later, mate. There's 10 saves for you right there. This is exactly what happened in that sister squad. They just go save, 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 save. Oh, God, I can't kill a thing. Um,
2: And they just churn. They probably probably take one casualty, though, just to get the plus one to hit.
1: Yeah, well, he was like, I was like feeling good. He was like, because I would got them down to like three or four models. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get, I'm going to kill them easy here. I'm like, and then then that's when he goes like, nah. No, you're not. This just starts going pass, pass, pass. And I'm like, oh, this is just wasted entire shooting phases. I feel bad so Was it a close you,
0: game I, or a big crushing game? Then Did um, that swing, it was much? quite.
1: No, it was quite. We I kind of knew by turn two that I couldn't win. Um, so I just started doing uh silly things. I don't think I lost too much. I think it was like 15 points or something in it. I'm just
0: going to stop. Us was there? It? Is, it wasn't massive. Is, is, like. there a, is there a snoring animal, dog, wife? Oh, my partner. god, sorry.
1: <laughs> who, is, who is it,
0: Chris? It's my dog. I... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? You know what? I am. I am. I am not editing this at all. It's been happening. <laughs> oh, no. it going on for most of the time <laughs> you about. No, on, on, uh, oh, honestly, just... only for most of this is a battle, right? And I had to tread carefully there because I was like, well, it could be the missus. You never
2: know.
1: So... No, my my my, uh, my dog is currently sleeping below my desk. And she's... Oh, She's a had... tired girl. She's
2: a tired girl. To be honest, I was like, oh my gosh, is this me?
0: Right, well, there's a point there where Will hadn't spoken for a while and I could just hear this snoring and I'm like, there's two options here. There's either the three, a dog, a wife, or Will's fallen asleep. Amazing. No, that's funny. So, so how does that play into... Your list that you've been running at the moment, uh, Will. Do you think that the sisters offer a good threat for the chaos? Did you think, like a lot nah. of things, chaos just go? No. That's cool. Chaos That's a nice just win, right?
2: CSM are too strong. That's what the yeah, fluff that, says.
1: They'll like, run over that. The, the, yeah. Yeah.
2: You just but you just have to you just have to push forward, right? But um, I actually at the beginning of tenth edition, I decided that I was going to play sisters so I started you know I waited for the rules come out I was like oh, a bit disappointing and then recently I've been picking them up since the um since they got all those points dropped so I was like wow we're suddenly talking here and now people have started winning so you know I'm a bit I've got a bit of hobby lag really um it takes me a while to um, amass an army and I'm getting it painted up but I'm finally taking sisters to do um, an RTT this weekend because I have been buying sisters even though I have not been buying a cursed list. <laughs> <laughs> love it so what's in your sister's list what are you running for the weekend well it is the third yark of of fled- flagellants yeah um, and then what have I got so I've actually gone I've leaned hard into characters because I was of the mentality that um, if you're gonna give up assassinate, then you're gonna give it up, and you've got all these great assassinate um, character data sheets. Might as well take them then. So you know, I've got Celestine, I've got a Canoness, I've got a Palatine, um, and I was actually, and I've even got the the which, um, um, oh, yeah, so i which oh yes, you got like them. The, two nice, the, the... Nice little uh, loan up unit, right? Let's, yeah, because move eight as well. Like that's just good in Sisters, right? Because I mean, out of a Rhino, that's eleven, and yeah, then yeah. as you say. Nine inch charges. are they easy. have fight first uh, as well? Twenty a twenty inch charge. Yeah, fight first, low off Yeah, they're good. They're good combination. And they can heroic intervene for 3 Doesn't often come up because they're not like super powerful. Yeah, but, but that's really good though, right? For the the stratagem fight. that you have for yeah, suffering and for... sacrifice. Right. Exactly, yeah, you have to attack me. Yeah, yeah. It's very. Do you want tough. Do you want to explain
1: that stratagem a bit, Will? Because that's that's a really powerful part of the sisters. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: So if you're into something like the incarn or something, this is this is vital. Um, it's like the blood angels i think used to have this similar thing in ninth yeah but basically it's a strat that says um anyone who's within engagement range of your unit your infantry or walker unit has to fight that unit so yeah into single monsters it's great because you just like the Incarnate can't get out of engagement range of you so you just like you put in a throwaway or something, because there's, there's an ability on the Canon S which says you can activate a two-up in vulnerable save for the turn, for example, for the phase. So you run in with that, pop this strat, two-up in bone, the Incarn swings, doesn't even kill anything. I mean, obviously in this scenario, you failed to kill the Incarn, so it's not exactly happy days. But you, you get my point. You know, you can control monsters this way. Um, but it also works on, um, on other units, but you'll need a unit yourself, really. Like a single character isn't going to stop a unit of Accursed Swinging or a unit of Chosen Swinging. But if you're going in with two units of Alcoflagulants, then one of them pops this strat and pops Fight on Death, let's say, while the other one um, fights, swings first and then they interrupt. Then you get to fight with both units.
0: So you can be used defensively if you charge something in to take the hits and throw in a killer unit to smash. And you can also like limit the hitbacks if there is anything. Or you can do the opposite and being charged you can go cool i'll take all the hits here on a, on a unit that fights on death and then my other unit's going to come out unscathed and forge forward,
2: forward exactly yeah yeah it's just good um good for efficiency or when you have these really squishy units right you need some sort of tricks to keep them alive
0: and it, it's you know it's no surprise that we saw um in the two-day event at coventry we saw vic vj of of that that team ignite once again and um, leaping to the top and um winning also the day event. yeah also of uh Latterly, of Team England, last year, yeah, as part of our application uh, group this year, so he was has been really happy. He he was running um, Thousand Suns last year, switched over to the Chaos for a little bit, tried messing with his Eldar. I think he, I, I don't think he enjoyed the Eldar experience because everybody's catering for it, and everybody knows the tricks. And I think he likes having a tricksy list and having a list that has lots of utility. So he moved over to the Sisters, is really enjoying them. Um, and did really well with those games. Came first at Coventry GT for the two days, So we saw lots of success for the sisters battle. I think Jack Tight came towards the he top was, end.
1: Yeah, Jack was, I think Jack went six and two as well. Um, yeah. um, I, think he, I think he was like eighth or ninth, something like that. It's
0: so a good result. Sisters Sister Battle at the moment.
1: Yeah, they're really, they're really strong. I think they I think they'll definitely see um, a nerf to that miracle dice mechanic. there. <laughs> um, it's a real shame. It's just. It's just one of those things where, like you know, Eldar got caught because they were just absolutely ridiculous, and uh, Sisters has just gone under the radar. Know, but it's just it feels- one of those. It, it's just super feel bad. So, like, you play against it and you go, I literally cannot interact with your army. Okay, cool. Um,
2: but it's a bit like this is almost all they have you know if you take that away yeah you have to give
1: them some other little buffs in, in, yeah. I, I totally understand that
2: so if they get it right yeah well, I mean that's what they did to Eldar as well and then they totally overbuffed them. them so. if, <laughs> if, if you know. they get it right if that
0: isn't a note to end it on for a, a, a podcast about Games Workshop games I don't know what is boys thank you very much for, for joining me tonight to talk about all sorts of random things if you've tuned in tonight to catch up on where we're up to I'm going to attach to, wherever you find this podcast, the list document from Battle of Britain Teams, if you want to have a look through that. That wasn't on uh, BCP. Um, you can have a look, feel free. That's over on Tony Keeper, if you want to go and see how the games and the players matched up. Um, for the Vale, Royal, vale Renegade sorry, um, team event, that was on BCP so you can head over to them as one of the team England sponsors and and find all the lists and how all the players did over that week you can do the same for the Coventry um, Super Major and two day event Uh, and you can check out both what Chris took in a bit more detail as well some juicy facts about some of those uh, Sisters of Battles lists Um, and otherwise I'm guessing you're going to an event that's going to be on BCP so people can go online and find out what you're running and how your sisters do uh, by the time they're listening to this podcast
2: I think it's called To the Brink. I'll just pull up BCP now. Yeah, it's just a local event in Newcastle. Yeah, it's called the To the Brink RTT.
1: And then uh, we've both got, I think I was speaking about this earlier, me and Will will be going to Leicester as well. And so that's in it, like two weeks, two, three weeks.
2: If I can source some uh, to borrow some of Kirk, <laughs> then I'll still be playing them. Oh, get practicing, not, Chris. Know, just...
1: My offer still stands. It's 40 quid a box. We'll mark-, <laughs> a little mark up, mark up. <laughs>
2: that's more than GW, but yeah, okay. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: and heading into
0: Christmas we hope to do some sort of Team England kind of meet up and gathering we'll have a little bit of a chat where the meta is and obviously we'll come back I think with another episode next couple of weeks to talk about as we we record this now the World Championships of Warhammer 40,000 it's done a really good job of kind of reinvigorating a lot of tournament players to go you know I do want to go in do well and win a gt i know people want to win gts and win events anyway but
1: there's something special isn't there just about yeah. gw ran events i yeah. mean there might not be the best but it's like you just want to be there right it's just yeah. big fomo big
0: so we'll uh we'll come back to that one and uh before we go though quick question chris what faction is gonna win
2: the world championships of warhammer 40k
1: csm come on manny you got this
2: Oh well, what do you think? Well, I mean, me and Chris both play chaos, so I mean, I I also think it's going to be CSM, and because uh, Chris chose Manny, I'll choose Boris.
1: Yes, Boris. Yeah, Boris is yeah. hanging. Yes,
2: he's an excellent <laughs> player, and uh... he's just a charmer as well. So I'm really rooting for him and Manny. I think that oh, I think it's going to be an oddball
0: list, but I've seen some of this like some of the guard lists, some of the wacky towel lists. I'm, John Lennon is somehow sneaking through with that space brain list, though every single time. Yeah, don't don't ever rule John uh, out. Uh, John is such a good player; he's so meticulous. Um, yeah, I wouldn't rule him out of it. But I'm hoping I'm gonna side with the. We're gonna give a CSM clean sweep here, boys. We oh, all on, think, we all think CSM. We've got we've got, we've got two
1: boys. <laughs> as of recording this, I think they're in the middle of game five. Um, so we've currently got Boris and Manny still going. So come on, boys
0: so if you are tuning in and you haven't found out of that event go sniff around the community come over to BCP you can find all the lists all the players that's the all the players over the last 12 months who won a golden ticket from a GT from all over the world and it's been really exciting because what they've done is divided into pods um, I'm not going to talk too much about it today we'll come back to it another time and there's plenty of stuff about there to go and read about it and lists to delve into thanks very much for your time guys I'll speak to you both soon
2: well that was great to have you on tonight Great, yeah. Thank you very much for having me.
0: And Chris, so much better with an actual
2: microphone.
0: I've got the full HD Beautiful. quality sound of a dog slowly <laughs> drifting to sleep on the
1: desk. Can we just put a picture up of her on that? That like, can be awesome. Send, send me, me that, that picture number, right now. Hi <laughs> <laughs> guys. Bye bye. Na night.